Welcome to the Women Inseparable Freedom Series with author and speaker Jacqueline Palmer. Here's Jacqueline. Um, James chapter four in our freedom study on our last video, we talked about our instruments. Have you thought about that? Since that last study, our instruments that are members of our body being used as instruments of unrighteousness or being used as instruments of righteousness. It's one or the other. You cannot play the same song from the same instrument. It has to be one or the other. So the question is how? How do we do this? James chapter four, um, if I may, can I start in James chapter three, actually starting in verse 12. Notice how intimate this passage is, which if you start in the book of James chapter one, it's about you, 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 you. It's always about you individually as a unique creation of God. This is about you. So take this question to your heart and answer it according to, to you. James 3.12, it says this, Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives? Can a grape, a grape vine produce figs? These are good questions. I think some of us have the answer already. And then it has this sentence that neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. Verse 13, it asks another question. His question is, who is wise and who is understanding among you? And we need to answer that question. And some of us are so wise that we refuse to answer that question because it feels like a trap. But it says, who is wise and understanding among you? Don't answer it, he says, show it. And this all points back to James chapter two. And I highly recommend that you read James chapter two after the study or pause and do this study and return back. But he answers that question by saying through you show it. Are you wise? Show it. Are you understanding? Show it. He says this, who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works and the meekness of wisdom, the meekness of wisdom. We've been talking so much about freedom in this whole series, freedom that could be applied to any area of our life, whether we're looking for freedom from sin or if we're looking freedom to get strength to do something for God, we are all in search of freedom. Here's our answer as to how to, how to attain it. It's in that one word, the word wisdom. Proverbs chapter three, is a chapter I want to ask you, implore you to read. Proverbs chapter three, read it along with the book of James. So you want personal challenges? Here's my two big personal challenges. Read the book of James and Proverbs three at the same time and see how they compare and look for wisdom. Look for freedom, look for wisdom and see how they walk hand in hand, hand in hand the entire time. Sometimes you get confused with wisdom. Have you ever gotten confused with wisdom? Because there's God's wisdom, and then there's wisdom that we get from man, whether it be pastor, mother, or leadership of some kind in our life. And then there's our own personal wisdom. Have you ever leaned on your own personal wisdom? <laughs> You're like, okay, I thought I could answer my question, say I'm wise, I'm understanding, but that wasn't true. And so we've got our little categories of wisdom. It's our job. It literally is our job to figure out, is that wisdom coming from God? Is that wisdom coming from leadership or is that wisdom coming from my own little self? 
the wisdom that comes from within typically is not the wisdom you want to stand on. Is that fair to say? The wisdom that comes from other people is good and beneficial, but it's not the wisdom you want to stand on because that wisdom is only as strong and faithful as the source that it's coming from. So I don't know if you could stand with me and have that experience of saying, I gained this wisdom and this knowledge and this ability to think this through from this person. And then this person really let me down. This person failed me. What happens to that lesson that you learned from them? What happened to that wisdom? Lost its value, didn't it? But then you've got God's wisdom. And this is what James is begging us to, to figure out. It's God's wisdom. God's wisdom is found in the value of its source, isn't it? So the wisdom that we get from God comes from the value of the source, which is God. God will never let you down. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He can hold on to that word never and hold true to it. When he says, I will never, you know that he will never. When he says, I will always love you. I will always hold you. I will always set you free through the blood of my son, Jesus Christ. He will always set you free through the blood of Jesus Christ. That's the wisdom. We need to learn how to sift through all that wisdom. For some of us, that may mean keep a dialogue. Like, okay, I'm thinking through this issue. I've got this wisdom in me. Where is this wisdom coming from? Good question. Good question to ask and evaluate that source. Okay, this is this wisdom. Who did I get this wisdom from? Find out where that wisdom came from. And that wisdom may have come from a source of leadership who got that wisdom from who? God. Because God uses pastors and teachers and evangelists and mothers and grandparents to teach us wisdom. That's a good source of wisdom. We need to be careful not to put that level of wisdom on that person so that when that person fails, we don't put that on God because it's not God who failed. Does that make sense? Always know where that wisdom is coming from and always know that God will not fail. He cannot. He cannot. James asks us, who is wise? And who is understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. And then he gives a contradiction. He says, but, but if you, this is very personal. Don't think about other people. Can I beg you? Don't think about that person sitting next to you or that person in whom you're married to, or the person that you go to woman's Bible study with. This is about you woman. But if you have bitter jealousy, but if you have selfish ambition, and if you have either of these, James says, in your heart, don't boast about it. Don't boast about it and don't lie about it. Interesting. Don't you love self-evaluation? James says, if you want wisdom so that you can attain freedom, so that you can live your life fully as instruments for righteousness, then you have to know wisdom and you have to do wisdom. There's knowledge and then there's living your knowledge. I think that's where the difference comes. And we saw this in a previous study in our freedom study where we know, we know, we know, we know that God is our father. We know, we know, we know that Jesus is our son. We know that we're full of the Holy Spirit, but we're still struggling with sin and we're still locked up and we still don't have that freedom that we're so hungry for. The way to find that is by saying, I know that I know this and now I'm going to do it. I'm going to show it. 
And I'm not going to show my own godliness and show how great and successful I have become as a daughter of God, but I'm going to show him in me. And I'm going to show that through, through wisdom. It's almost cyclical. And it's so important for each of us to figure out where we sit in that. And it's going to be different for all of us. I think that's why it's so hard to figure out how to be a good Christian girl, because it really is up to you. And it's up to you to look like you and you to look like you and me to look like me. And it's all going to be completely different. That's why it's so hard for us because we're like, I want to attain this wisdom. I want to show my faith. And, and I like how that person has wisdom and how that person shows faith. So I'm going to be that. And we put her on. And God's like, that's not who I created. That's not who my son died for. That is not the wisdom that I've put in you. I have put my wisdom in you as you are. Show that faith. You're like, okay, what does that look like? You and God are the only ones with that answer. Is that helpful? Huh? <laughs> he does. We do have guidelines, though. You want to know how your freedom looks? Check yourself. Do you have bitter jealousy inside yourself? Do you have a selfish ambition with your faith? Do you know some of us can have a strong faith in Jesus Christ and be selfish about it? And we want to show our faith stronger than somebody else shows their faith. So we try to up our faith. Huh? Don't do that. Here's what he says about that. Verse 15. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above. We've got our categories of wisdom, right? got our God's wisdom. You've got wisdom from others. You've got wisdom from self. He says these two categories from others and from yourself, this is not the wisdom that comes from God. There's a huge difference. The ones that do not come from God is he describes as earthly. He describes as unspiritual. He describes as demonic. Can you hear James's passion as he's describing this? He says, you want freedom in Jesus Christ? Then have knowledge of God and live in the wisdom of God and ready and go. If you do not, you're earthly. And we sit there and we hear that and we say, ouch, that hurt a little bit. And then he says, it's unspiritual. And we go, okay, that was a little too close. And then he says, it's straight up demonic. Where, where does he get that? It says further in scripture, if you are going to be in chapter four, if you are going to be in love with the world, you are literally placing yourself as an enemy to God. There's only two sides of the coin. Is that how the phrase goes? There's either God on one side, the demon on the other. What side do you want to look at? You can't look at both. That's our wisdom. Do you want God's wisdom? You're like, I do want God's wisdom, but I don't want all of God's wisdom because some of it I don't want to hold up to. Have you ever said that sentence out loud or kept that in your heart or had strife about it? You know, Paul in Romans 7 says that my flesh wants to do something and my spirit wants to do something and they don't want to do the same somethings. You know what's happening inside of Paul in Romans 7? There's strife. This isn't strife between you and me. This is strife between me and me. My flesh has jealousy over my spirit. My spirit has jealousy over my flesh. I think as soon as we can call that out, we can attain freedom to be who God truly has called us to be. It's given us freedom to be strong over our flesh. It's given us freedom to stand in our spiritual self with confidence. Sometimes we want to stand in our spiritual self, but we worry about what other people might think of us. Like, oh, 
I don't like those super holy people. I don't want to be a super holy person. <laughs> you know how to say that out loud as a Bible teacher. But isn't that the strife and the jealousy that's going on inside of us? And it has nothing to do with me and you. It has nothing to do with you. This is all within me. But, but I don't want that. And deep down inside of us, there's some member, if we look back at, um, oh, I don't know what week number, what video number. If we look at our last study, we have our members and our members, our body parts literally want unrighteousness. And our body parts literally want righteousness. And there's a strife and a jealousy that takes place. We have to recognize that. What member in your body is causing jealousy within yourself? That's the question. What member inside of you is causing strife literally within your soul? What member is that? I cannot answer that question. But if you want freedom from that issue, you have to. You have to choose to want to diagnose yourself. Have fun. Freedom isn't easy, is it? Freedom is not easy. Jesus made it easy by saying, I love you. But now it's up to us to say, yes, I believe in you. I follow you. I want to be your daughter. I want to believe in you. And I do believe in you. So therefore you're saved. But now, like he says in James chapter two, he says, you have faith. That's amazing. Show me your faith. You've got to do the work. You have to do your work. Chapter four, verse one. I'm going to end with a question by reading James question. If you truly want to take on um, James' personal challenge, this challenge is not coming from me. This is straight coming from James. I'm just sitting here reading it. If you want freedom within your body, within that raging war within you, you have to answer these questions. These questions come from James chapter 4, verse 1. He says, what causes these quarrels and what causes fights among you? So often we hear that verse and we start thinking about nations and we start thinking about homes. And we start thinking about other people that we're in war with. But if you look at James one and two and three and most of four, it's all about you and God. This has nothing to do with other people. This is all about within you. This is what is, what is causing quarrels within you, within your body part? What is causing fights within you? How would you answer that question? I pray that we'll spend time in prayer answering that question. He asks the second question. He says, is it not this, that your passions are at war within you? You want freedom? You have to get to that core. You have to get to the core. You don't have to get to the core if you don't want freedom. It's up to you. How much do you want? Answer these questions. What causes quarrels inside of you? What causes yourself to fight with itself? And then figure out, is that what it is that is causing war within me? As soon as you can figure out what that is, sweet friend, freedom, freedom is sitting there in God's hand, ready for you. We're so glad you joined us today. If you need prayer or simply have questions, email us at womeninseparable at gmail.com. You can find more Women Inseparable studies on various social media platforms.